Hello and welcome, America, to the Simple Answers Podcast. My name is Michael Turek, and uh, if you're watching on the YouTube, you'll see a little different uh, camera angle here. That is because Gerard was unable to join me uh, here in the Freedom Bunker and uh, on Skype. He was uh, actually running calls today uh, with uh, our local rescue squad that both him and I are members of. Um, but today we're going to be working on uh, explaining the whole Iran deal. Uh, I know Iran is a big subject uh, for Gerard. He's got uh, a, a plethora of knowledge on on the Iran situation, uh, past, present, and, uh, and possibly future. So he's going to be chiming in later in the week. So make sure you stay tuned for that coming again later in the week. But first, I wanted to say thank you to everybody uh, who uh, showed an out outcry or not not an outcry but an outpouring of support for the um first simple answers podcast of 2020 uh yesterday we launched a um uh interview with uh, artist Dan Sun about uh, first responder PTSD which hit home to both me and Gerard and uh it it totally the the preliminary um uh advertisement for the um uh, for the podcast has over 2,600 views organically. Uh, I didn't put any money into that whatsoever. That is purely just sharing and commenting. Um, and the uh, the podcast episode has uh, close to 15 or 1,600 um, uh, reach on Facebook. And uh, you guys are getting the message out there, and I appreciate it. Continue to do it. Make sure that when you go to the podcast links, either um, anchor anchor.fm slash Simple Answers Podcast, uh, you can actually go onto that Anchor site and find all of our affiliate links. Uh, today, we actually just launched on... Um, Castbox and uh, TuneIn Radio, as well as all of our others. So we are up to eleven or twelve different podcast networks uh, and apps that you guys can listen to us on. Uh, so that's exciting uh, in and of itself. But thank you again for the uh, the outpouring of support. Please, if you haven't gotten the chance, go on to uh, Anchor.fm/slash Simple Answers Podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Simple Answers Podcast, uh, Spotify. And uh, like I said, 10, uh, 10 to 12 different podcast networks. All you have to do is search the Simple Answers podcast on your favorite uh, podcast platform. Um, and, and then make sure you listen to yesterday's podcast. If you're looking to watch the podcast, all you have to do is wait until this Thursday, uh, two days from now, and you'll be able to watch all of the uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday's podcast on the YouTube channel, YouTube slash 1787 Media Network. So I want to uh, just, you know, go diving into this um, uh, stuff with Iran. And the first thing that I want to talk about is the actual killing of uh, uh, Kasim Soleimani. Okay, who who knows if I'm sounding sounding that right? Uh, I'm gonna say I am, but um, you know, it, it was a very precision strike, and I don't I don't give a lot of credit to the um, I I give. Total credit to the special forces, but as of late, I don't really give a lot of credit to the intelligence community of the United States because of what they're doing to President Trump. However, their intelligence 
on uh, Soleimani's uh, location, his presence, and his actions um, in Baghdad the you know over this weekend was was on point. They they had their shit together. They knew what they were doing. They knew exactly where he was going to be. This was a this was a tactical surgical American strike and the American military god bless them is you know the best in the world and we showed it exactly what we could do with minimal casualties in this strike so Soleimani was uh had just gotten off his plane at the Baghdad airport in Iraq and um he was hopping in his car and a uh, tactical surgical team was on site um, to spot the target, along with other, uh, I'm sure, CIA and intelligence analysts, or not analysts, but operatives, uh, were there on scene to to personally go, yes, this is him, this is where he's going to be, he is in this vehicle, blah, 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 he's going this direction. Uh, once they did that, um, there was uh, a Apache helicopter presence uh, in the area, as well as a, a surgical Tomahawk drone strike directly through his vehicle. Um, the only way that uh, pretty much everything in the car was incinerated, and uh, the only thing that you could uh, tell that he was actually who he was was there was a finger and a ring uh, that was able to uh, use of fingerprints and uh, an analysis of that was able to ID him as yes, this was him, this was who he was, he was in that vehicle, and now he is blown up into a million little fragmented pieces so um that was that was exactly how it happened and i i want to get into exactly why why did we you know why did we go about um you know why did we go about killing uh soleimani okay and and more or less it dates back to um Last week, there was um, a mob of protesters, of course, uh, targeting the, Uni the United States Embassy in Baghdad, Iraq. And um, if, if you go and you look at the differences between, say, Benghazi under the Obama administration and... Um, said then secretary of state hillary clinton you have an embassy that is under siege seeking protection for weeks uh never gets it and you have this spontaneous group of protesters which wasn't spontaneous over a stupid video you have four americans uh including a uh a ambassador um killed in this assault Okay, completely overrun and uh, and Americans' lives lost. Now you switch and fast forward to the uh, embassy attack in uh, Baghdad, and you have again these protesters protesting um, uh, Americans' recent airstrikes against uh, an Iranian-backed uh, militia. Okay, and. Um, these guys, you know, get up to the front gates and start saying, down, down, USA. Of course, you know, death to America, right? Um, and um, 
these guys said, hey, we're going to sit in. We're going to get in there. We're going to make your lives miserable. We're going to sit in until you guys tell us, yes, we did something wrong and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Um, and ultimately, uh, they ended up setting up tents outside of the embassy. Um, and, um, you know, they were there to, you know, make America nervous and also to, um, you know, create, um, create some stress for the ambassador and his staff. Now, fast forward, you know, further down the line and now you have um them storming the uh the main gate uh to where they are now inside where the uh, vehicles can enter the embassy okay uh u.s guards now fire back tear gas to try and um you know uh disperse uh what these uh what these protesters are doing and um and now you have uh, helicopters firing flares and stuff as kind of a dispersal force uh, or a dispersal, um, you know, action, uh, as well as Trump seeing all this goes, hey, we are going to send you an extra hundred Marines, not just your, you know, defense staff to um, bolster security. OK, and um, this is now when. You could um, now start hearing gunfire, okay? And things escalate from there, okay? Um, initially, it was, it was reported uh, that um, the U.S. ambassador was evacuated, even though he was not actually on site. He was out of the country on a planned vacation, which was, uh, which would just so happen to be perfect. Um, and um, ultimately, um, as uh, Fox News here reports, we have taken uh, appropriate force protection actions to ensure the safety of American citizens, military personnel, and diplomats in country, and to ensure our right of self-defense, uh, added Secretary of Defense Mark Esper. We are sending additional forces to support our personnel at the embassy. It goes on to say dozens of protesters, many of whom are reported to be wearing mili uh, militia uniforms, are said to have come within 200 yards of the embassy after busting through an entrance used by the vehicles. President Trump then tweeted, now Iran is orchestrating an attack on the U.S. embassy in Iraq. They will be held fully responsible. Uh, in addition, we expect Iraq to use its force to protect the embassy and so notified. It's it's interesting how all of this comes to term. Okay, so inside Iran, we know that there are, you know, they are the state, they are the most, you know, uh, the leading state sponsor of terror. That That's what everyone says, the leading state sponsor of terror. And that's exactly what they are. They, they fund terrorist groups and proxies, creating proxy wars all over the Middle East. Okay, and all this was was that these these proxy militia were funded by Iran and told hey go here cause issue okay and now you have militia backed by the Iranians going against um the United States embassy within Iraq okay so that's how all of this started now why would we go after 
Why would we specifically go after um, Soleimani? Okay, it's it's very simple. Okay, he is first off a bad dude. Okay, second off, he is the head of Iran's elite Quds force. Okay, so he is there to design and direct and fund all of these uh, proxies coming out of Tehran, okay, in Iran. So he's funding death all over these Iranian-backed militias that he's, that he's funding and, you know, maybe not giving specific orders to, but he's funding their ability to perform what they do. Okay, and that is kill Americans. Remember, we've been over there since, you know, 2002. So earlier in the week, um, the United States State Department released an actual fact sheet on Kasim Soleimani. Uh, I'm going to read through a few just to give you the idea of what kind of uh, gangster, uh, you know, guy this 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 really is. Okay, so first one says since 1998, and uh, if anyone was wondering, I'm getting this uh, this fact sheet off of a um, article written off of the Daily Wire. Since 1998, Qasim Soleimani commanded Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps Quds uh, Force, the IRGC-QF. I love the military. Uh, the terror arm of the Iranian regime. The IRGCQF is tasked with planning and executing terror and military operations outside Iran's borders. Under Soleimani's command, the IRGCQF has fueled, destabilized Secretary. Uh, uh, sectarian conflicts throughout the Middle East for decades. The IRGCQF continues to wage an illegal campaign of terrorism, assassinations, and violence. At Solanami's uh, direction and with his oversight and guidance, the IRGCQF has planned and conducted terrorist attacks across six continents and inside the United States. The United States designated IRGC-QF uh, a foreign terrorist organization for its activities, and the United States uh, designated Soleimani as a specifically des designated global terrorist. Um, as the leader of the IRGCQF, Qasim uh, Soleimani was directly responsible for arming, funding, and training proxy groups in Iraq, Syria, Lebanon, Bahrain, uh, Yemen, Afghanistan, and elsewhere. Operations carried out by these proxy groups have led to the death and suffering of tens of thousands, including many hundreds of Americans. These proxies routinely target and kill civilians, intensify uh, sectarian conflicts, and prolong the suffering of innocent men, women, and children. Soleimani personally directed and provided arms to militias in Iraq for more than a decade. These militias undermine the sovereignty of the uh, Iraqi state, threaten the legitimacy of Iraqi security force, and target American citizens and forces. With Soleimani's support and lethal assistance, proxies of the IRGCQF targeted and killed over 600 Americans between 2003 and 2011. Um... We can confirm that in the past several days, General Soleimani had been traveling in the Middle East coordinating further eminent large-scale attacks against U.S. diplomats and service members. These threats were highly credible and the intelligence is sound. General Soleimani's travel also violated the ban imposed by the United Nations Safety Council. Council. 
on and on and on. So just those in in of itself, yes, this guy is a bad dude. He needed to be stopped. And if you have the intelligence, if you have the intelligence and you know that he's going to be here, you know that, you know, um, we should be taking this guy out and we have the opportunity why wouldn't we you know a lot of people say that oh my god it wasn't legal oh my god we use a drone strike oh my god we put a tomahawk missile you know or a hell seeker missile or whatever missile that they used right through the you know the side the you know side passenger door on his suv and blew it sky high oh man that's so sad not really Okay, and a lot of people are wondering about the legality of how we did it. Was it legal to use the the drone strike on a target like that? Uh, you know, being third in command, uh, more or less in the in the Iranian military, uh, were we legally uh, you know able to do that under certain acts? Uh, Congress has been going, oh well, you didn't uh, you didn't declare war, and we can't do that because it's uh, it's illegal. You know, it, is it legal? We're gonna take a twenty second break, and then we're gonna talk the legality of this strike. Whoa. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, I just want to uh, remind you once again that uh, the best way to help us grow and continue this uh, this amazing channel and the amazing interaction with all of you is uh, to go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash 17 or yeah, 1787 Media Network. Almost forgot my own uh, my own my own link there. Uh, go to the 1787 Media Network Facebook page, like it, follow it, uh, share everything that's on it. Go to the uh, the podcast platforms, follow us there, uh, share us there, like it, um, rate us. Um, it helps us to show up higher in the ratings so more people see our message and go to the YouTube channel, subscribe there, uh, youtube.com slash 1787 media network, uh, subscribe and enable those big, uh, awesome notifications. So you're, you're, you know, being able to see all of the content we push out in the video form. So now back to being legal. Okay, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, well, was it legal to do this?" And Congress didn't pass the the uh, the declaration of war against the blah blah blah, and we can't do this and blah blah blah. And and really, when you when you think about it, it is absolutely legal. Okay, first off, to conduct a drone strike, you do not need the declaration of war. Okay, that's that's first off, and we'll go into exactly why. Okay. Under the War Powers Act, it gives the, the president unilateral action to conduct this type of strike. Okay. Um, now, the next thing that I want to talk about is the LOAC. The LOAC stands for Law of Armed Conflict. Okay. This is uh, a body of law, including Geneva, treaties, customary law, and applies to how we conduct war okay and as long as 
you know, these these drone strikes revolve around the geography of war with terrorist groups, which this was, it is not a human rights violation to drop a bomb through the, you know, passenger window of a known terrorist to be able to off the known terrorist. Okay. It doesn't matter what country he's in. Okay, it doesn't it doesn't have to be all oh, well, we're at war with these guys. They can only be in this country or this province or whatever. No, they could be, you know, sitting on a, you know, a porta potty behind a 7-Eleven, you know, in, you know, wherever and boom, they drop a, you know, they drop a uh, a tomahawk missile directly through the, you know, the vent spout on the top of it and go, "Ooh, look." Shit just blowed up shit, right? It does. It doesn't really matter where it is, as long as it is striking in and a- around the idea that we are going after after terrorist groups that we are actually um, at war in. And if you do, you know, if we remember, we started this whole conflict because even though we went into Afghanistan and Iraq back in the early two thousands, no one declared war on that. That's a conflict. We haven't declared war as a United States nation since World War II. They've all been military action conflicts. Okay? So, we, we, we listen to these senators go, Oh, wow, you didn't tell us. Nope, didn't have to. You're sorry. We sent you letters saying that, you know, we dropped a bomb. But why are we going to tell people... Oh, look, we're dropping stuff when you guys leak everything anyway, right? Now you're just going to tell them, oh, yeah, go hide back in your, you know, your, your dirt hole where you've been hiding so they don't get you, right? Who knows? The deep state does weird stuff like that. It's, it's, it's kind of scary. It's kind of scary how they, uh, how they operate like that. On a side note, this was, this was actually kind of funny, um, I, uh, I came across this while, while visiting, uh, a lot of different websites and, and this, that, the other thing, doing research for this, uh, this talk. Uh, I found this, this was on, uh, on Fox news published five days ago, uh, written by a Brooke Singman. Uh, it says Iraqi official spotted outside embassy attack visited Obama white house in 2011. 11. And it goes on to say a Iran-linked Iraqi official who was spotted in the crowd of angry mil- uh, militia supporters and protesters Tuesday as some of them stormed the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad visited the Obama White House back in 2011. Uh, Hadi al-Amiri's presence at the scene of the embassy attack where crowds chanted down, down USA following U.S. airstrikes that killed fighters of an Iranian-backed militia underscores how the figure once seen as a potential partner is now uh, viewed by the United States government as a, as a dangerous Iran proxy. Um, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo uh, tweeted and called him out, accusing him of aiding terrorists in the embassy attack. 
Then it goes down into saying, yet in 2011, Amiri accompanied former Iraqi Prime Minister Nouri al-Maliki and several other top Baghdad advisors on a high-profile visit to the Obama White House, timed with the official wind-down of U.S. military involvement in Iraq. Um, Amiri's inclusion in the trip to Washington raised eyebrows at the time due to his involvement and ties to Iran's Revolutionary Guard Corps. And backed, um, which backed the uh, Badir Corps at the time, and and had been linked to several attacks on Western targets. So they knew he was a potentially bad dude. But yeah, that's cool. We're just going to send him to the uh, the White House anyway. So I thought that was a cool side note. Uh, this guy was spotted at the uh, embassy attack uh, last week and uh, kind of kick-started this whole, you know, this whole process going uh, again was that embassy attack. So um, now, I, you know, one of, the, one of the biggest things that you will never, ever hear, okay, and, and I know that um, Gerard is going to go into this in, in so much depth. It's not even funny. Uh, later in the week when he's here with us, uh, the fact that the media, even Fox, will not tell you this. I found it in one article. One article, okay, from the Daily Wire. I was able to find this, okay? But the Iraqi people want the I or I'm sorry, misspoke. The Iranian people want the Iranian governmental regime out. They want Western influence. They are they are feasting for freedom. And yet you'll never know. You'll never, ever know the fact that thousands upon thousands of Iraqis and Iranians rushed into the streets after uh, the, the death of Qasim Soleimani and celebrated the fact that that MFR was blown to pieces by a U.S. military strike. It's unbelievable how these guys are sitting there going, thank you. Thank you for getting rid of this guy. And here's the media back here going, oh, well, he was a poet and he was a nice guy. And he wasn't a terrorist at all. How dare Trump do this? How dare he do? Like, you must be outside your mind if you don't believe that this gentleman was a terrorist. And I can't even say he was a gentleman. You have... You have the Democrats on the left praising this terrorist leader. It's crazy. Why are we so, why are we even allowing the Democrats to get away with this? I've seen like two memes that are like, "Oh, um look at the Democrats. They must hate Trump so much that they're supporting a terrorist." Yeah. If that's the case, why are we not coming down on them full bore and, and showing that to the world? Making the world sit there and go, guys, look at these guys. They're supporting a terrorist. They're supporting people that wish death to America. Down, down, USA. 
They're willing to kill more Americans. And these Democrats hate Trump and hate America so much that they're sitting there going, yeah, we kind of agree with him. He was a nice guy. There was a, there was a, as Rush put it, an info babe on one of the networks sitting there going, oh, well, he was known in this country for being a great poet. He was also known for his country for drilling, you know, drill bits into children's knees. But yet you're not saying that. He killed hundreds of people, whether it be directly or indirectly, it shouldn't matter. And then you have um, Representative Tlaib and Omar going and attacking President Trump for killing this guy. Tlaib tweeted the other day, we cannot stay silent as this lawless president recklessly moves us closer to yet another unnecessary war that puts innocent lives at risk at home and across the globe. Congress alone has the authority to declare war and we must reclaim our responsibility and say no to war with Iran. Really? Last I knew, I just covered it. We didn't need congressional approval to drop a missile on a, ter- on a terrorist. Not an act of war. And now, you even have this moron, Representative Ilan Omar, also repeatedly attacked the president for killing Soleimani and later solicited donations for her re-election campaign based on that position. She wrote in a tweet, there is, there is no way to overstate how dangerous this is. We need every voice to rise up and demand that Congress stop Trump from starting a catastrophic war with Iran. Sign the petition. Hashtag no war with Iran. The link asks for contact information before redirecting the user to a different page that solicits donations. Really? This is this is the way we're going to get reelected? And I don't even want to bring up the fact that, you know, Ilan Omar was also, you know, very sympathetic to Islamic terrorists. As this uh, Daily Wire piece goes on, they list a couple of her uh, sympathetic um, stances, I guess is the right word. They see she advocated for leniency and compassion in the sentencing of men who were convicted to trying to join ISIS. She then called for a senior Muslim Brotherhood member to be released from jail in Egypt. She also voted against a bill that allowed insurance companies to to deny life insurance payouts to terrorist families. And then Omar and Tlaib also planned to meet with terror-promoting groups, including one that promoted neo-Nazi screed on on their Palestinian trip. So it's like, why are, first off, why are we even electing these people? Secondly, why is why is the right? Why is Trump not sitting there going, shut up? It, it, how can you be a congressman if you are deliberately going, yeah, yeah, these guys are fine. They're fine. Go kill more people. They're fine. We should be outing them at every single way possible. Every single way possible. 
It is amazing how as an as an American we have let our government go this far. And it's and it's really, really sad. You know, we want the Iranian people cheering for us. We want the, you know, Iraqi people cheering for us. We want to do good in the world, but yet we don't want to be the policemen of the world. I don't want to be the policemen of the world. I want these guys to figure it out on their own. That would be fantastic. But sometimes if we are going to say as Americans, we are going to fight terrorism around the world, we have to drop a, you know, a missile through a car window in the middle of the night where no one's around and blow up a terrorist. It just has to happen. Just like we have to, you know, put Moabs in the desert and blow up all the people hiding in caves. It just has to happen. Peace through strength is only done if you can provide the strength to back it up. Everyone's sitting here going, we're going to get drafted to World War III. No. Peace through strength. Iran knows if you wake the sleeping bear, they're all gonna, the entire Iranian regime will be dead in two weeks because we'll just start blowing up everything. They can't afford that. They know better. They don't want to mess with us. They could sit there and talk and talk and talk. Oh, we're going we're gonna to do stuff and we're going to get retaliation. No, you're not. And if you do, we'll put more bombs through you. See how that feels. So, guys, I want to leave it there today. We're going to pick it up tomorrow. Um, I don't know if more news will drop. We'll see what goes on tomorrow. If not, we'll dive even deeper into uh, this Iranian, uh, you know, stuff. I'm sure there's going to be more coming out, um, you know, with Congress tomorrow. Just the stuff that I was reading this morning. You know, uh, they're looking at impeachment. Maybe we'll go into impeachment. We'll talk about something. Guys, till tomorrow, my name is Michael Turek with the Simple Answers Podcast. Thank you for joining us today and stay strong. Thank you.